what it do. Welcome back to the Look at Me podcast. It's your boy, Niner J, with Lil Bro off up in the build. What's good with you, fam? I'm good, actually, today. This is another good day for me. I'm just chilling. Peaceful day. No work. This has been a while since you heard from us. Uh, Yeah. Hey, man, first and foremost, I'm going to need y'all to pray for me because I'm in Virginia Beach. And... You know, you got these two hurricanes out here. One coming up from the Gulf, one in the middle of Atlantic. You know, you talking about Category Three and Four uh, hurricanes. So you know, yeah. hopefully we don't get hopefully we won't get too too crazy over here. But we already had some flooding yesterday from some rain. So yeah, I know a couple people don't lost their vehicles out there. So yeah, for sure, exactly. y'all gonna have to hunker down in there. Nah, I think we, I think we gonna be okay. Cause normally, stuff that kind of here be like tropical storms or like you know category one yeah. or two. Like it don't get yeah. too bad. Yeah, but you know, still, shit, still rough. I ain't never, shit, I ain't never experienced a hurricane or anything close to it. I mean, shit, we had a tornado out here not too long ago, but that ain't that's light compared to a hurricane can do. Nah, I actually was in one uh, back in. What, 2005? Actually, uh, when Katrina, no, no, that's all I'm about to say. Katrina hit, and then two days later, we got hit with a category two. So we, yeah, we we actually was going to go to, they was going to send my crew straight to Louisiana. But the base that I was going to, they ended up shipping out before we had graduated. So Katrina happened, I think, the week before I graduated school. Yeah, 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 real talk. So I was almost down there, like, right when it popped off. So when I got to my first base, everybody was already gone. I was like, that's some bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, man, you know, welcome to the Lucky Me Podcast. Uh, Today we got a, you know, a bit of exciting news, I would say. So the first time since I've joined Twitter, I got a new Twitter header. Yeah. I never once changed it. Always been the same thing. Uh, took a picture of a black 49ers hat at the bowling alley one time, you know, the sign, everything glowing up the SF. It's always been my, uh, my Twitter header. Um, so, yeah. Hey, same here. I've always had that same uh, Muhammad Ali quote since, shit, probably since maybe uh, a month after I got on Twitter. Way back in in twenty thirteen, yeah, yeah, that was my shit, and it's, uh, it's bad because it don't even fit in the header like completely. <laughs> but I yeah. just never bothered changing it. But man, tell us, tell us, tell them the news. Tell them what you did. Oh man, you know, so I reached out to um, so this gentleman here, uh, my homeboy Roscoe, um, owner of uh, Black Solutions Media. BlackSolutionsMedia.com. Um, you can find him on Twitter at Roscoe's MR. Um, you will see him on there say, this is the way. He wearing a 49ers jersey. But uh, anyway, um, if you do want a uh, Twitter header, first check ours. I'll see the work he does. Um, he makes them for a lot of people, especially 49ers fans. He actually wants some dope-ass uh, um What's some shit's called the space. See, he run a bunch of uh, 49er spaces, like all the popular ones. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm talking about 
fucking two, three hundred people in these joints. You know what I'm saying? And they ain't funny as shit. I ain't gonna lie, especially when the Niners lose. I just click in just to listen to them. Yeah, they make me not mad no more, to be honest. Like, <laughs> real tough. So, shout out to Roscoe, man. Shout out to all the Niner fans. Um, that definitely, and you know, all the other punk ass fans too. They be clicking in those spaces, talking greasy, man. Yeah, but shout out to Roscoe, man. He, he uh, blacksolutionsmedia.com, like I say. Hey, Roscoe, then Marvin, one of the dope ass Twitter header. Hit the homie up for sure. Um, so yeah, we basically we came here today to talk about our Twitter headers, headers, man, and um, why we pick, why we pick what we pick. Mm. So you want, yeah, yeah, you want to go a little, uh, you want to go first, kind of describe yours, and uh, and and just you know say like what you like about it, because um, he I, obviously gave him a lot of creative control. So just you know what you like about it and whatever. All right, so mine in particular is title uh from the bay to the d basically okay uh, two teams together in both cities so you got the bay and you know san fran all that and then california but then you got detroit over there you know for me i chose that my two teams i I like and i love the most which is the pistons and the niners but i chose select players from both teams that i felt represented an era of championships. Like for me, my whole thing was champions. Like what? Oh, okay. These okay. Are the guys who brought championships to their cities or people who I could see or who I wanted to speak into existence that they were bringing championships to the city. So over on the Niners side, we got Jerry Weiss, we got Joe Montana, and we got Steve Young. Okay. Now, I'm going to say now, I did not pick a player. A current player, to, because Trey, because Trey Lance got traded. That he, that why he got, he got traded that same day, and I'm not gonna lie, I was still kind of upset about <laughs> that. And I was just like, I kept no it doubt. I already knew. I already for me, knew, bro. yeah, for me at that point, I would be real. I didn't see any of the current players where I'm like, this guy has the potential to lead us there. So right. it was like it was for me to keep it all the way real. I just felt like at that point, which I've I've loosened up on the feeling a tiny bit, but it was just like, well, I'm just in for the circus now. So, you know, yeah. whatever happens, happens. You know, if it happens, it happens. Maybe I'll buy, you know, maybe next time I'll buy it, they add it to whoever do it to this list. But who knows? Right now they're in the doghouse. But then on the Pistons side, we got Ben Wallace. We got Isaiah Thomas. Then we got fucking Kate Cunningham. Let me explain. I need Kate to bring the Pistons a championship. I need that more than I need the Niners to win the championship. Right, right, right. I need y'all to understand for me and allow me to, you know, say these a quick thing. The Niners have been to the NFC championship. And for most of y'all, I'm going to be honest from what I've gathered so far from being in this fan base, I haven't been there for as long as I was a Pistons fan or as I'm a Pistons fan, but I've been in there for a little bit. I've gathered that a lot of y'all are just comfortable with being NFC champions or just getting to the championship game. Right, right, right. Over in Detroit, it's not that way. Like, that's not the vibe. We not just going to show up because the team is, you know. Hell no. Like, we've been a part of too much of, like, ruining teams 
are ruining the NBA's fun. That is just like we don't we not showing up unless you give us a reason to show up. Currently, Man. for the past ten years, ten honestly longer than ten years. Right when they traded Ben Wallace from then on, kind of, we've yeah. been bad. So okay. it's like Right, right. Basically Kate keeping is, it real. It's like Kate the curse of Ben Wallace almost. Kate is like the first time and it's weird and it's ironic enough because who was there who picked do you remember who was who they sent to represent us to pick and how they got the number one pick? Um I'm trying to remember who they had, uh, sent off the year, bro. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Give me a second. Was it Ben? It was fucking Ben. Wow, it was Ben. I remember that. That's crazy. Ben, he's from Dallas. Ben, I think, is a Texas nigga. He's some Southern Who, type. Who, Ben Wallace? Yeah, he's some Southern type. I don't think he's Texas, but he's some Southern I, I know he went. I know he went to school in Virginia. Yeah, so. he might be from Virginia. He, he might be from Virginia, uh, for sure. But, yeah, uh, he might be, but so, I know he went to school. Uh, so for me, it's like Kate is the first time we got a player where I was like, there was a sense of hope there. And yes, do you have? It's honestly, it's oddly similar. Even though Kate, like he had more flashes than what uh, Trey had, because Trey didn't really get time to play. But like Kate had one season where we was like, oh, this guy is like that. And then he got hurt, so we haven't seen him for the whole year. And now we're kind of yeah. getting back hype again to like. A lot of the NBA don't even acknowledge K anymore. Like, I'm going to be real. He doesn't get any respect when it comes to redrafts. They've mm. consistently done redrafts over and over again. I've seen guys like Scotty Barnes picked over him. No disrespect to Scotty Barnes. You had one good year. Stop it. Uh, Evan Mobley, no disrespect. You're just part of a, a good franchise. Yeah. But besides that, no. Like, I, K Cunningham is that guy for a reason. So K represents what I'm speaking into existence that he will bring the Pistons a championship again. Over on the Niners side, the reason why I chose those players is because that was the last time that I felt like the fan base really, really wanted championships instead of just being at the table. From what I've gathered, mm. that was the last time that y'all really wanted that we wanted to win a, a, a championship. Now I just feel like we cool with being the Cowboys. But back then, we wanted to be better than the Cowboys. So yeah. that's why until I get a player who I feel like doesn't feel that way, which right now they all, you know, they the way they talk about it and the way that they talk about last year and the year before that and the year before that and the year before yeah. that, it feels like they're just comfortable with being there. Like, oh, we lost, but like, did we really? Or we won, Brock Purdy won eight games last year. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's how yeah. Okay, nah, but I mean, we're just real quick on this Brock Purdy thing. I like how people keep talking. About, yeah, they won a straight, and I'm like, uh, I'm like, man, oh, uh, I'm like, talking about we uh, nobody ever talked about what happened in the NFC Championship game. They keep leaving that part out. Yep, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It, and I'm not gonna go into why, but that just leads to my whole Trey Lance thing. Like, like okay, because they keep talking like the kid didn't get injured. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's what I don't like. Like, Twice. Y'all, 
by yes, the way. Yes, bro. Like, it's I need your... As well. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Nope. Nobody talk about it. Nobody talks about it. The very first fucking snap as a starter when he got smacked across his head because he didn't see the blind side blitz. But, yep. But hey, QB1. Word, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, bro, but listen, I'm excited. Me too. Tell me why you chose yours. I'm more excited to hear why you chose yours. Cause okay, yours- wait, wait. Wait, wait, but it's but it's one more thing about yours that uh, you didn't say, so I'm gonna bring it up. So I suggested to him, I said it'd be cool if in the background, oh, the two bridge, yeah, yeah, if in the background you can get the Golden State Bridge and the Ambassador Bridge. You know, he don't know nothing right. about that. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. So shout out to Roscoe because the homie fucking delivered, dog. That shit was dope. And let me. The, Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, let me add to about that, because I was talking to someone at my job that was asking me about uh, how my Niners fan. I was saying that there is, it's very odd, but there's like a very weird connection between the Bay and Detroit. And mm-hmm. I think it's because of the uh, the Raiders and the Pistons during the bad boy years. There's such mm-hmm. a, no, I mean, I, it's probably before that. But well, I'll make it easy. I'll Detroit make it moves. easy. Yeah. Yeah, it was it's it was uh Lakers and Pistons. Lakers and Pistons, bro. That too, yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah, it was. Yeah, Real talk. Magic and uh, Isaiah. Yeah, remember you had the Raiders was LA and oh, all that. And Magic so, was yeah. from, is from Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was like there's a heavy connection between the two places. So it's like it's almost like there is a bridge between the two. Where it's just so easy for a person from the, if it wasn't for the Lakers, you can see like a lot of them might have been Pistons fans, or if it wasn't for you know the Niners, a lot of them might have been Lions. It's just a thing. I mean, that's why it, he he delivered. He really delivered because the Ambassador Bridge is a deep cut for most people who live here. People outside of Michigan really don't know about that, which is odd because Lions yeah. are going to Canada. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, like I said, that was the dope part. Like, so your background was dope. I was like, man, like that's cool. Like he delivered on that joint. I, I just couldn't even wait to send it to you. I was like, like, man, I can't wait to look, wait till little bro see this joint. That boy fire. Yeah, it's outstanding work. He does outstanding work. Right, for sure, no doubt. Like, like I say, he uh does work for a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Not sure. Yeah. Also, shout out to, like, I wasn't even thinking about it at the time, but the fact he got it lined up perfectly where it's, like, Ben Wallace is number three and Kate is number two and Isaiah's in the middle. But it blocks his number, so you can't really see it. But he was, you know, number one to a Pistons fan. Right, a lot right, of right. that you can drag from it. Like if you really, no, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. But now nah, yours to me is the interesting one because yours is you got a, a very, very interesting selection of people. Right, right, right. I feel you so 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 for my Twitter header, um, right, I thought about uh um like for uh 
Hold on, man. My bad. Let me ignore this chat real quick, bro. Because I'm our chill wild. Anyway, uh, so my Twitter header, let me pull it up real quick just so I know the order. Because I know he put it in a different order, but then I sent to him, but you know it wasn't that important to have it in that order. Mm-hmm. Um, so my dope ass header, shout out to Roscoe again, man. Uh, at, at Roscoe's MR on Twitter, uh, Black Solution Media. Check him out, you know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, so my first one, so really quick, I'm gonna just tell you the five and then I'll explain why they ordered. So, anyway, I have Jerry Rice, Brett the Hitman Hart, Sean Carter, Jay Z, uh, the real deal, Holyfield. And Spider Silver, man, Anderson Silver. So, yeah, and first and foremost, I want to point out that, like I say, I gave them the names. Excuse me, didn't ask for a specific order. Um, Didn't ask for a specific picture or none of that, you know. And I'm saying it because when y'all folks reach out to these people, that's these uh content creators, you know what I'm saying, of different kind. Like, you really got to let these people just be creative, you know what I'm saying? Tell them what your vision is and let them work. I think sometimes people be, you know what I'm saying? I'm just speaking toward uh, me working with another another uh, person that was creating something else for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just give you an idea and I say work, you know what I'm saying? And show me what you're working with, pause, and we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll go from there, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, man, so uh, the background is dope. It looked like some type of graffiti or some shit. I don't even know, bro. But the background reminds me of like uh the attitude era WWE slash like a graffiti wall. That's what it looked like to me. I don't even know where he got it from, but shout out to him. That shit looks sweet. Um but really quick, Jerry Rice for obvious reasons. Um I think he the greatest ever. Not just wide receiver. I think he the greatest football player ever. Um I mean nobody's gonna touch these numbers that he put up. You know, um, people always talk about, oh, Randy Moss uh, broke his touchdown record, did he? Because Jerry Rice did that in like 12 games. It's just saying, you call it what you want. You feel me? Like, we're going to keep it one. Like, anybody break a record is, I'm going to ask you how many games they did it in because that was a strike short in season. It was like 12 or 14 games, something like that. But the point was, it wasn't the same amount of games. Um, obviously, and it was in an era where they weren't really throwing like that. You feel me? So, but Jerry Rice, the man, like, um, like, it's really, you can say some other guys are more athletic than him or flasher or something like that, but ain't nobody better than Jerry Rice, man. Like, seriously, cut that shit out. Um, then I got my dog, my favorite wrestler of all time, my favorite pro wrestler. He's Brett the Hitman Hart. Um, he actually the guy that inspired me to start wrestling when I was eight years old, you know what I'm saying? Because I knew that he wrestled, you know what I mean, um, in high school and things like that. So he actually inspired me to do all of that, man. Brett the Hitman Hart. Just yeah, the coolest. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, man, he was the coolest around, man. You know, the best there is, best there was, the best there ever will be. You know what I'm saying? The excellence of execution, all that shit, man. Like, just the coolest ass nickname. Like, the excellence of execution, bro. Remember, I was saying, like, remember when Stone Cold used to call him the shit, man? Yeah, man. Shout out to Brett. Bret Hart is, I will say, Bret Hart is probably, if he's not at least in your top five, I'm a question. You don't even like pro wrestling, bro. 
He's yeah. like real, like real talk, like real talk. I don't think that you like pro wrestling because who's more relatable than Brett motherfucking Hart, bro, on every level? Like the way the company did my man dirty, bro, and he took a pay cut to stay. He ripped that shit up in his face. The fuck? And you know what I'm saying? Like, we just go I ahead. Gonna, I was going to say, we were talking about this off the show, too. And sorry to cut you out of the last time. No, nah, you cool. No, nah, you cool. Or just wrestling fans, period. If you really want to, like, if you want to get, like, an understanding of Bret Hart at the most wild time that was not supposed to be the most wild time, go watch the documentary Wrestling with Shadows. That happens right. It was a documentary for people who don't know that was following Bret Hart before, like during his contract negotiations. And they didn't know that it was going to lead to what it led to. But it happened to be recording during the Montreal screw job, too. So it yeah, was like, exactly. You get to see literally the everything that happened that night because they had an entire camera crew back there. It's the, it's the most like accidental outstanding thing of all time like it was it was such an accident that it happened that way but yeah shout to shout to Bret Hart and the Hart family all of them talking about Natty uh what's her uh all yeah, of them, was, yeah 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 out of family shout out to all of them yeah yeah for sure shout out so to Natty I, again uh, though no really <laughs> No, really, really. Uh, hey, bro. Get all of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gonna say them, though. Bro, you out. Uh, so, so next one would be uh, King Hove, man, Jay-Z. And be real, like, he put the homie in the middle. Pause. Um, but I was like, shit, I'm cool with that. You feel me? Um, and he got cool Jay-Z, though. Like, like, uh, young enough to buy, but old enough not to put rims on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Got cool Jay Z, you know. So he don't have the fro and all of that. You know, yeah. he ain't uh, yeah, he doing none of that. You feel me? But nah, uh, everybody on here know how I feel about uh, like specifically. I was telling my sister earlier. We was talking about uh, how much I used to write rhymes back in the day and poems and shit. You know, and I told her, I said, I said, you don't know this, but I actually wrote a whole album, 20 song album to Lucky Me. Literally. Damn. It's the the only song I wrote. But it was all different type of styles, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, the songs were all different, but that was the only song I listened to. No bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, so. Um. Yeah, man, you know, Jay-Z. So, like I said, Jerry Rice, Bret Hart, Jay-Z, up next. Up next is <laughs> what, bro? Why you say it, bro? Why you laughing, bro? You, okay. you. you probably came on it with some established show. L-U-C-K-Y-J-E-Lucky-Me-J. Why you on my head, fam? Hey, so the next one I got, pause, pause, on all levels. Shout out to Lupe. Yo, yo, speaking of, man, that shorty yeah, hit me up in the chat talking about she like Lupe and Busta. I'm like, girl, don't be trying to make me fall in love with you. <laughs> I'm just trying to be your friend. <laughs> Roxanne, Roxanne, I want to be, be your, your man. 
No, you gotta do it. Roxanne, Roxanne. I wanna be your man. Man, that is too funny, bro. Also, uh, or you could do the Marlon Wayans. White girl, white girl. I'm gonna be your man. Well, y'all knew we was going to sneak some hip-hop in here. Y'all already know how we do. That's why Jay-Z was brought up. Y'all know we always talking hip-hop, man. That's what we do. Um, but anyway, um, I got the real deal. Evander Holyfield, man. Mm. Yes, sir. Um, that's actually my favorite heavyweight of all time. Um, y'all know I had a few little arguments about him, you know. But like I said, he wasn't the greatest. You know what I'm saying? But for me, he just represented, you know, my family. Like, we all from the South, you know what I'm saying? So that's the brother from Georgia, like, barely even could talk. He was just dickhead motherfucking man, but he was a dog in that rain, man, for real. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, there's plenty of documentaries out there, man. Yo, check out uh, Chasing Tyson. Mm-hmm. If you want to see a dog-ass documentary, watch Chasing Tyson. And I think it's on Netflix, maybe on ESPN Plus. I think it might be a, a 30 for 30 joint, but I can't remember. But definitely watch Chasing Tyson. I might even watch that shit again tonight. That shit is dope. Learned a lot about Holyfield. You know, this type of man he is. Um, and then lastly, I got shit, Anderson Silva, man, the spider, man, the fucking goat. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Man. Um, and to be real, like, <laughs> my man Silver, the like he put old Silver on her too. I'm like, damn. I was gonna say because that was washed. That's silver, yeah. Like... This this the Silver that was washed, man. But yeah. you know, at the, at the end of the day, listen. If you know, he listen. He still got the record, 16 straight wins coming to the UFC. You know what I'm saying? What he finished 14 out of them 16, like 12 one with knockouts, 12, 11, 12 knockouts. Um. Set the all-time record, which was tied by Mighty Mouse for most uh, consecutive uh, championship victories in a row, which technically it should have been 13 because one of the dudes uh, missed weight, but he still yeah. agreed to fight him. You know what I'm saying? He finished his bitch ass uh, at, at 185. He's a middleweight, by the way. So I know everybody love out of sign and all these other dudes. They, they not Anderson motherfucking Silver. And they love Silver. They are. They steal all their shit from Silver. A lot of them have. And and like I said, none of these motherfuckers are silver. In fact, every time somebody has come close to that fucking record, they've lost. Uzman yeah. lost. Uzman, I think he was at win fifteen. He lost. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, uh, Volkanovski, Mighty Mouse, Volkanovski went up. He lost. Like every time somebody get close to their record, yeah. every fucking time, it's actually they lose. Weird. It's actually very it's weird very as weird. shit. Hell like, yeah! It's like right when they get there too. It, if for as much as like the UFC has attempted, and they're gonna, they're not gonna say they have, but they have attempted to like kind of ruin his legacy a little bit. Yeah, they always trying to erase the uh, fighters, like the older guy. They always trying to erase their history. It's but they stupid. always show that same Anderson Silva. You know the footage. It's the same, like you know, if you know, you know. And this guy, like he's still, he's the first person I've seen when it comes to mixed martial arts, at least, retire gracefully. And what I mean by that is, like, he's retired, and you could tell, like, he just doesn't care. And, like, he hasn't done, like, MMA fights, like, you know, 
I'm doing like a celebrity MMA fight. Like he's done celebrity, like he's done the boxing, but that's like not that's well, something that he's always wanted to do. Oh, that was pro boxing though. But as I'm saying, yeah, he's whooping ass. I mean, he lost to uh, Jake Paul, which was whatever. But uh, but he's always wanted to do boxing. But I mean, the only time you see with Anderson Silva when it comes to like mixed martial arts, I mean, I just seen him fight a a a, a, a chief of a tribe. So. When it comes to like other stuff, he's not really doing anything. Like Anderson Silva, one of the few dudes I know that he made us listen to his song, his son's whack music. Like he's just a good dude. Yeah, real talk. Like he, real like, talk. he retired gracefully. When most people can't say, especially in the UFC and MMA, because of how badly they're paid, most of these fighters can't say that they retired gracefully. They usually don't. They always end up coming back. Anderson, once he like officially left, he left. And I hope it stays up. Man, listen, if you want to know how big Anderson Silva was, Paul, look up uh, Anderson Silva walks out as Michael Jackson. That shit, bro, the crowd went crazy, bro. Like, absolutely bananas. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Why you say that, bro? What are you laughing about, bro? That was so bad, dog. What? You caught it at the right time. Oh, God. yeah. God, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My <laughs> man. caught me off guard. That made me go, whoa. Wait a minute. Hey, bro. Remember Bucket T? Tell me he did not just say that. No, really. He's not real tall. He was a huge star, man. Like, And still thank is, you. you know what I'm saying? Like, like he was a huge mega star. Like there was nobody bigger. Um, <laughs> Yo, pause. No, yeah. When it comes to when it comes to MMA, there was nobody. There was no bigger star. Nah, nah. When it comes not to he like, was, it was a backing rap. up what he. Well, when it comes to backing up what he was doing too, like a lot of the people who get to that star level, they never also can back it up either. Like they usually instantly fall off. But Anderson Silva is like one of the first people who I've seen low up to that level and then back it up with his ability like exactly to the, to the to the point where i don't give a fuck what he looked like older mm-hmm. what steroid or whatever he popped for i don't give a fuck listen the man legacy was set for me you know what i'm saying like yeah because even so nobody can do what he do that shit like yeah. jerry rice bro like like real shit it's not that nobody never gonna touch those records or but it's like when i turn the film on who looks like who's fighting better than that bro because he never, he also never had a bad ass whooping in his prime. Like, even when. Well, well he did the Chael Sonnen fight, but he won. Oh, but yeah, he, but he ended up winning. Yeah, but not, I mean, like. No, but even, no, he got whooped. Don't, yeah, know. but there's other people who got whooped and just didn't win. Like, even with a GSP, like, GSP, he lost. We For sure, he lost to my man, Matt Sarah. And then, you know, we right. saw what happened when he fought uh, Big Juice or uh, Big Rig or. The juice is what I'm calling him. No, no. saw what happened. He was never. He honestly wasn't the same after that fight because he clearly bounced right after. So, like Silva, up until like even with that, which is to me probably still the greatest fight ever. Like I've never seen. That is that is a game six or a game seven, last minute shot. Like that is a, a NBA quality buzzer beater right there. That's Michael Jordan hitting the mid range. 
and running off saying, get the fuck off my court. Like, that's what that was. Because Anderson Silver was getting his ass beat that entire fight. Hell and yeah. Last second, he threw that submission in. That's, yeah. That, that was an outstanding selection of people. But I will, do want to ask you, in what way, and I, I feel like I understand, I know, but in what way does it all relate to you? Oh, uh, easy, because that's what we talk about on the pod. <laughs> yeah, that's the podcast, but I mean, that was really what I was thinking about when I put the shit up there, you know, so I was just like, well, you know, we just started talking pro wrestling. We talk professional football. We always talk hip-hop, right? We talk boxing, and we talk mixed martial arts. Mm. Mm, about cover. <laughs> Basically, yeah. these, these his goats. I didn't say that because Holyfield oh, would beat her. Oh, Holy yeah. Okay. Fit, everybody but Holyfield. Yeah. Yeah, real talk. Everybody but Holyfield. That's just my favorite. Who would be your, so people who don't know, who would be your replacement for Holyfield? Hmm. Like, is the best boxer or heavyweight? Best boxer. Or both, I guess. Uh. Okay, give me a second on that one, cause I was thinking about something about silver. I'm gonna say, okay, so silver right, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get this just because. So if I didn't put silver, the only other fighter I would have put up there was Mighty Mouse, because we bought we had mentioned. So that's Demetrius Johnson, like those two, like, like real talk. I probably, I not probably, Mighty Mouse is the goat to me. I like, agree with like real talk, but. Silver, like that's just the originator, bro. It's kind of like trying to compare Drake and Jay Z. Like Drake's good, he's doing what he's doing, but like some, it's just some people just let's just stop. Like that shit is already over there, bro. He that's was just me. Cause like, Silver was dominant, but like Monty Moss was like, he yeah, entire division for a good ten years. Yeah, and he's over, and he went to a whole nother. Uh, and still uh, doing, it, yeah. Yeah, got knocked out of steel, came back and won the belt. Not my man. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he's still doing great things for sure. Only fighter to, in my eyes, leave the UFC and like, besides maybe Francis, we don't know yet, but he's the only fighter that left the UFC and really like showed that they didn't need to come back. And it made that trade, which is still so weird to say, but it made that trade look so stupid in retrospect. That's like a real life version of like trading for lesser goods because you don't feel like putting money behind them. And it's to me, I'm gonna be honest with you, it makes me mad because I I so badly wish I could have seen uh Mighty Mouse face certain guys like uh like uh what's that dude's name who was who's just a Del Devson Figueredo and uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I wish she could have fought all those guys. I really wanted I wanted to see how he would do, especially against a Figueredo. Like, how would he handle the power? Pause of Figueredo. Right, right, right. Yeah, we, uh, I mean, you know, this, but I was just mentioning that now back to the Holyfield thing. Mm-hmm. Who would I put up there? Real Holyfield. Bro, that's such a difficult choice. Cause you know me, like, I love boxing, bro. And it, like, I'll just be thinking division. So, I mean, like, name for every every division, I can name a goat. You know what I'm saying? Or like, who I would put there. But real talk, real talk, real talk. 
I probably would not even probably. I would say Florida Mayweather. The reason being is I got to watch his entire career. So even back when he was money man, um, like real talk, I would pick him for that reason. I it does hit different when you get to actually see the play. It's way different, bro. Yeah, it's way different. Yeah. Yeah. You get that's why a lot of you get caught up in the moment too. You like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I I feel that way a lot of times, because even though I don't like him. I feel that way about like LeBron. It's like I never seen like Jordan. I mean, like when I saw Jordan, he was washed. He was in right, like, right, right. Magic. You know, I mean, obviously, uh, I got that. Or Wizards, yeah. So you got to see peak Jordan. Yeah, hell yeah, also. But you know, know speaking of peak Jordan, when I moved up here, um, when I literally when I moved up here in '88, you know what I'm saying? That was a uh, you know Pistons versus Lakers. So I, I got to watch the Pistons, you know. Beat the shit out of the Chicago Bulls for a couple of years, and you know this and that type of shit. So that that's why, like you know, picking Isaiah, like Zeke, I'm like, all right, you tugging at my, my strings, them hard strings, but yeah. that's my dude. Yeah, Zeke, my guy. It's it's a beautiful a beautiful thing, but seeing the full career of Floyd, I can understand why he would be because no one did it like Floyd did, and still haven't. Pause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. no one has done boxing like Floyd has in his career, and still hasn't to this day. Like Floyd was different, is different. He's just a complete fighter. Okay, yeah, no, nah, that's real talk. That's real talk. Just hide the oranges and socks from, bro. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you is god. funny, man. Oh my god! I hope someone re- understands that reference. I hope somewhere <laughs> somebody understands that reference. Okay, hey, bro, listen, 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 listen. Oh, before we go, bro, you, you know, come on, man. We already mentioned. We gotta talk about the elephant in the room. Just, just last little part of shot. I do want to, cause you know, I, you know, we ain't talking forty ers right now. But I do got to say, we mentioned Trey Lance. He was traded to the Cowboys. Um, I wish him well, as y'all know from listening to this podcast. For about a year now, I've been saying, get him on my locker room. Um, you know, for the reasons of, I just want him to be in a place where, you know, he actually got an opportunity to grow. Um, you know what I'm saying? And hopefully continue living his dream as a professional football player. Unfortunately, um, he with the Cowboys. He with little cousin now. Um, so, you know, Niners beat the shit out of you bums like week six or whatever that is. And, you know, I picked y'all that too. I, fuck them bums. Brian looking at no damn schedule and kiss my ass. Kiss my motherfucking ass. You feel me? Anyway, uh, <laughs> but nah, uh, I just want to say that about Trey Lance, man. You know, um, I'm happy for him. He still get to live out his dream. Um, but sorry, son. Your team about to lose to the Niners in the NFC Championship game. So, survive the draw. So, wish you well, young man. Peace. <laughs> uh, you got it. Yeah, you got anything on that? Uh, honestly, I still haven't, like, fully registered it. It's weird because I seen him today in the Cowboys jersey, and it just looks right, ironically enough. Like, it looks right. Mm-hmm. I have... 
no real feelings about it besides like I it really hit me that we're going into next season with our quarterback room even though we were told that our quarterback room was like outstanding our quarterback room is Brock yeah <laughs> basically <laughs> hello bruh but uh like man like I said I don't really care nothing about all that bro just worried about Trey you know what I'm saying I just ain't want to leave that out there man I ain't gonna be no punk about the situation you know what I'm saying we gonna talk about it so uh you know, the homie Trey man um like I say wish you well young man somebody drop other than that oh I was gonna say I'm back uh Basically, what I was going to say, we're going into the next season with our quarterback room being Sam Darnold, Brock Purdy, and uh, what's homie name? Uh, Brandon, whatever. Brandon now. Yeah. So, I mean, I was told in the offseason that our pride was going to be us having a cheap quarterback room, and that's fine. A cheap but good quarterback room. And number two, my only other feeling and my last thought about it is if you, if you, and this is to John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, if you, because it's starting to be conversations about it, if you trade Nick Bosa, if y'all don't win a Super Bowl this year, y'all have to both be fired. Not just one. Like, y'all both got to go. Because that would just be a colossal blunder. There's no reason Nick Bosa should be still holding out. We play next week. If he's not there week one, if I'm Jed York, I'm looking at y'all like, what the fuck are we doing? The longer that Nick Bosa isn't there, the longer his price is going to go up because you don't want him to not be there that week one and then you lose the game. If you lose that game week one, his price is going to leap. He's just going to keep raising his price each time y'all lose a game and he's not there. Right. So please get your shit together. Please. It's, this is literally negotiation one-on-one. Like I've taken a, I've had one negotiation class. I understand this is some shit you just don't do. You don't wait till the last minute when the fucking number keeps rising and now he has all the leverage just give him a blank check and sign him like this is what the fucking do you want to be the Orlando Magic because this is what they did with Shaq give him a blank check (laughs) and call it a day before you end up in a situation where you have to trade him then you look the same way you look when you traded DeForest Buckner and now you go into the the next season Hey, my man, why are you I'm going? Sorry. There, bro? No, because you're going. No, you're going to the next season. And your, <laughs> your D line is Javon. Hargrave, I don't get. I don't get this man started, bro. Armstead, a washed Armstead. I'm gonna keep it real. Hey, man, I'm come on, bro. Go, hey, bro, listen. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to hit a roster and get you. Uh, make sure you jump in the next. Uh, in the next uh, joint they do, bro. Next Twitter space, man. Because we need to get you on the mic out there. Um, normally, I just listen to all me saying shit, but we need to get you. Because you still a little upset. You went, uh, shout out to Treyway. Because Treyway be on there. He be fooling. That dude funny as hell with that damn accent. So. But it's like, I'm not even upset about Trey anymore. Because I, <laughs> I knew, like, you, you, you got to get him on the locker room. You just mad Yeah, I'm team. just mad at, like, just the... I, no, I'm not even mad at the team. I'm, I'm mad at the fucking dick riders. I'm mad at the Kyle Shanahan dick right so he can't do nothing wrong, bro. This is a fucking blunder. This was the worst. This had the potential to be the worst trade of all time. Like, straight up. 
if you look at all the things that every team besides you have gotten out of it, the Cowboys got Michael Parsons and now Trey Lance out of it. The Dolphins got uh, uh, Tyreek yeah, and fucking true. Chubb out of it. What did we get out of it? A fourth. Come on now. And you draft the kicker third round. Who's yeah. injured and might not even play week one. And the other kicker's injured too and won't hey, play week man. one. And you hey, won't sign right. Oh my God. Man. <laughs> and you just, nah, nah, you just okay need. with this, dog. You just okay with this. That's it's not thing. it's not that, bro. You know me, I just keep it G, bro. Like that shit don't I don't even give a fuck, bro. I've been mad way longer than you. Like all this fire you spent. I feel you, bro. I just I been need mad you to not be time. a lasagna G, and I need you to be a spaghetti G right now. Wow. Like, I need you to be a spaghetti G. I need you to stop when you walk. Don't move in silence, bro. No, I'm not, Fuck bro. I just that, feel man. like I feel like I already had said a million times. And they ain't do shit but what I said they was going to do. So they got my dog out the locker room. I'm ready for the team to go in Super Bowl six. They ain't, hey, listen, there's nothing else they can do to make me speak positively right now. Jimmy made Jimmy made fun of us, bro. Jimmy and made I, fun of us this week, dog. And he should, bro. Come can, on, bro, can, bro. Can we end this session, bro? These people yeah, ain't coming in. Yeah, part. yeah, what's that? I just, you know, I just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to, you know, talk about the elephant in the room, which is Trey Lance getting traded. And like I said, I've been saying it on this show. That's what I wanted. I don't like where he went, but beggars can't be chosen, whatever. And wish the young man well. But fuck the I Cowboys. Sorry. Fuck the Cowboys. It's all about Niner Empire. Straight no offense. Me. I wish you no well up on the Cowboys. You got to leave that team. So I mean to wish you well. I'm sorry about that, buddy. I hope you all have fun losing in the first round again. He sees you in the championship. But hey, he believes in you more than I do. We don't believe you. You need more people. No doubt. No doubt. I'm going to add in what a rush here. <laughs> I don't know why. What a rush. Hey, that's so, funny, bro. So, Hell yeah. All right, peace. All right, so y'all be cool. Thanks for listening. Peace.